Hey friends, and welcome to yet another episode of Rerouting the Podcast. My name is Christian and my co-host is Haley. And in this episode, we talk about a guy named Moses. If you don't know who Moses is, that's okay. We will explain it um, a little bit and uh, give you a little bit of insight into who he is. And uh, this episode is all about the feeling of not being qualified for a job or responsibility or something of that sort. And what do you, uh, how do you process that stuff? Um, as always, um, thank you for listening. And you know the drill by now. You can always hit us up on the uh, Rerouting Podcast Instagram account. Send us a comment, a DM, um, any sort of thing like that. If you have any comments or um, anything to say to let us know what's on your mind. And uh, just want to say thanks for listening always. And we hope that you are enjoying this whole process as much as Haley and I are. Um, We are really having fun making this podcast and just being able to talk about things that we think other people deal with and struggle with and go through and experience as 20-something adults. And um, we tend to look at things through a biblical perspective. Um, But we also try to keep it real and um, current, you know, and, uh, and, and genuine as well. So... Anyways, I'm going to stop talking and let you listen to episode eight of Rerouting the Podcast. Another day, <laughs> one less dollar. Oh, that's we, sad. I just bought coffee. Yep, same. We were gonna record like three hours ago. We just have a lot to say when we hang we've out. Been like hanging out, catching up. Friendship goals. Truly. <laughs> Everyone aspires to be us. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know about that, but um, okay. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, yeah so today we got some coffee now we're just sitting in the car i parallel parked yep if you follow me on instagram you may have seen my uh picture of Haley's parallel parking today it's pretty great i thought this better than my parallel parking i thought that guy was um carrying a hammer but it's just sunglasses. Oh, nope, it's just sunglasses. And I got, I was like, hmm. About to be like, why is this guy walking down the sidewalk carrying like, a hammer? I'm leaving now. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Describe your week it's, in one word. Oh, in I one word? interrupted you, yeah. No, that's good, actually. That was a lot better than what I was going to ask you. Um, okay. Describe my week in one word. Yeah. It was hectic. What about you? boring oh <laughs> that's not what i thought you were gonna say <laughs> what did you think i was gonna say i don't know i thought you were gonna say like stressful or, or busy or something i don't know <laughs> i mean it was really busy but i was kind of bored oh enneagram seven you can be bored but be really busy at the same time interesting yeah i don't know what that's like that yeah. is that is really fascinating you're like that how how does that work i don't know like you might be busy doing stuff you don't want to do so you're bored all right Okay. That was me. Today. I respect that. I don't understand it, but I respect it. Yeah, that was me this week at work. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That probably made no sense, but here for that. 
people that listen to our podcast are probably like, what does this girl mean? No, I, it's, it's just a little bit hard for me to relate to, but I mean, I guess I kind of understand it. It's like, hard for everyone to relate to. You're like doing something you don't like, but then you're bored at the same time. Yeah, because you're doing something you but don't like, want to do. Oh, interesting. So it's See, I would probably just be like upset. <laughs> I wouldn't be bored. Yeah. See? There mm. we go. See, I wouldn't be upset. I'd just be bored. Mm. There you go. I don't get upset a lot, you know? I'm just like, eh. You're always happy. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what you'd Big say to that. no. Big no. <clears throat> um, so there you go. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully this next week is better. <laughs> um, Thank you very so much. So after this, or after this episode comes out, before our next episode, uh, thanksgiving will pass like between the next yeah. two episodes yeah so what are your thoughts on that i love thanksgiving can't wait to hear your thoughts but my favorite holiday is actually thanksgiving mm. oh i think i don't know i love thanksgiving because i love being with my family even though i see them literally every other day besides thanksgiving so it's not like i'm seeing anybody new but it's yeah. fine and my family also does two thanksgivings because mm we're all very i don't know the word for that we love thanksgiving so we do thanksgiving on thanksgiving day and then thanksgiving on black friday oh wow there you go <laughs> gotta get of all of it i know so i'm giving just, a lot of thanks yeah we're very thankful we sometimes go across the room and say what we're thankful for but my family has been like this is annoying so we haven't done that recently so you're not you're like really forcing the thanks. You know, we're like... You guys just like to eat the Thanksgiving food is what it is. That's right, but we're thankful for it. Yeah. And well, I like good, to I decorate for Thanksgiving. Just feels For Thanksgiving? Like, yeah, I like to decorate for Thanksgiving. Well, like that one and sign I, that you have in your window? <laughs> Harvest. You have, Haley just has one sign in her window in her apartment that says Harvest. <laughs> and there's nothing else in the entire apartment that says anything else like that. Literally, though. <laughs> there's already Christmas lights in the windowsill. <laughs> And then there's one sign that says harvest, and I was like... We love a harvest. Are you a farmer? Yeah, yeehaw. I don't think farmers say yeehaw. That's... I don't know. Debatable. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, I like to decorate for Thanksgiving. I don't know where... I... Oh, I like to also sometimes cook for Thanksgiving. Depends on the mood. This year, what, I'm feeling it. Everything or, like, one specific thing? No, I usually make a pie. I don't remember what I made last year. And then I usually make this, the stuffing. Do you call it stuffing or dressing? Do you know what I'm stuffing? Talking? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me the dressing the I other day, a, and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> I think it's like one of those geographical terms, like people, yeah, depending on where you live. Yeah. So that's it. We all cook different things. So. All right. All right. There you go. What about the you? The only thing that the only food item that I like about Thanksgiving is pumpkin pie. Oh, I make that. Well, can you make me a pumpkin pie? We'll pray about that. Okay. All right. Um, I don't really like Thanksgiving food, which means I don't really like Thanksgiving. Because let's be honest, Thanksgiving let's... is about the food. Yes. It's not really. I mean, in the Macy's it's... Day Parade. And the Macy's Day Parade. That's right. Oh, the dog show! Oh my word! I got so I love that way more show. than Macy's Day Parade. Okay. Anyways. That's fair. Um, although I do like the Charlie Brown, um, oh, yeah. the Charlie Brown float for, 
Oh, we're talking about two different things. Oh, Charlie and the Charlie Brown, Brown Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. No, I love Charlie Brown anyway. Just I really, yeah, and I enjoy that the night of Thanksgiving, it's basically Christmas. So after Thanksgiving dinner, I'm like, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> right after I finish, <laughs> mic drop. How long have you had your Christmas lights up? Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks? <laughs> and it's And Thanksgiving is still a week and a half away. Oops. <laughs> It'd be um, like that. I don't have a Christmas tree, though. Are you going to get one? Yeah, we're going to um, get one from my parents' piece of property. So we're just going to literally just chop it down. Yeet. Not saving any trees this year. Nope. But saving money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, there uh, you go. Okay, back to you hating Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't... I just don't really... I don't know. I like the concept of Thanksgiving, obviously. Yeah. It's good to give thanks and be grateful for things, but I don't like Thanksgiving food, and that's usually what people focus on. I don't... I don't know. I just don't... And I've had a couple Thanksgivings where um, not everyone was in a good mood, so... Yeah, me too. That's not yeah. super fun. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> yep. I'm I like the, I like Christmas though. So. Yeah. I'm excited for Christmas, although I don't think good. that you should be listening to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Because Moving it just on. doesn't it's like it doesn't feel like Christmas. It does feel like Like Christmas. if we lived in Colorado where it's it's already been snowing for like a month. It's snowing here. <laughs> it kind of seems like it's going to snow today. But if we were in, like, Colorado or something where it's already been snowing, then it would be probably no. a different story. I'm already in a Christmas mood. I've All been right. like this since the day after Halloween. Actually, November Halloween. <laughs> let's be real. Halloween. I was true. like, let's yeah. go. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. I believe in Christmas music all year round, but that's fine that you don't. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. I just can't get into the mood. Maybe I'm a Grinch. I don't think so. But. Alright. That was. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I was just thinking about. Sorry. I was thinking about the movie because I watched it last night and then I was picturing you as the Grinch. <laughs> it's really funny. Like, but I don't think you're the Grinch. I love that movie. Well, it's okay. I mean, I'm still going to... I think it's still going to be enjoyable Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, we'll see. Okay, I hope so. I have high hopes that this year will be enjoyable. Yeah. Um, it is always nice to see family, too, so... Uh, <laughs> Love that. Michaela just called, and Haley straight up ignored her, so... I'm sorry, Michaela. Sorry, Michaela, if you listen to this. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Anyways, now that we've talked about Thanksgiving and Christmas for a hot minute. Well, that's what's upcoming. So, you know, yes, like that staying was relevant. We are staying relevant. Sort of. <laughs> Very relevant. <laughs> um, speaking of relevant, let's talk about Moses. <laughs> I'm not very good at segues. <laughs> I cannot. All right. <laughs> Moses. Real relevant. <laughs> Like that was, you know, that's the hard. Like I imagine that's like the hardest part of being a talk show host, a late night talk show host. Yeah, is like the segues. Yeah, because you have to be like talking to somebody about their science fiction movie and then transition to like talking about puppies or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just super random. Like very like very random. Yeah, no. How do we do that? So we don't know how to do that, but it's okay. Yeah, me neither. Um, (laughs) 
No, we okay. So we're gonna talk about Moses because, but more specifically, um, I think like what like what to do or like how you how it feels when you feel like you're not qualified for your job or for like a calling that you have on your life or something like that. Yep. Um. So I'll just like briefly intro and then maybe I'll let you like speak into it a little bit. Um. I so I the other day I texted you gosh when was that like a week ago or something yeah I texted Haley and I was like um I think we should talk about Moses because I realized that Moses from the Bible has this really cool story um for a lot of reasons but one of them in particular is that his most famous (laughs) moment is at the burning bush when he you know talks to God for the first time and uh he God is like, I'm going to send you into Egypt to free the Israelites from Pharaoh. And Moses is like, what? He's like, I can't do that. I can't even talk right. He's like, I can't, like, who am I that I should do this for you? And anyway, he's like um, saying all these things to God. And he's like directly in, like, at God's face, basically. Like as close as you could get, I guess. And is like telling God, "Uh, you're not going to send me to do that at all because I can't, like, I'm not qualified for that. Like, I can't do any of that stuff. Yeah. And I was, I like read that or like, it might've been like a devotional or something. And I would just, it kind of hit me and I was like, wow, I feel like that a lot, but especially right now in my life yeah. um, with like my current job um, and having taken on like some newer responsibilities and stuff. And so I texted Haley and I was like, I want to, I want to talk about this because I'm, this is like a big part of my life as a 25 year old yeah and it seems like a pretty like it would be common for like 20 somethings yeah like i think so when you're in a time of like taking on new responsibilities and like experiencing new things so true yeah no i totally agree because when you had said that about moses i feel like i agree because i mean that is really relevant um in the sense of i felt like i'm not qualified i feel like a lot of us we just feel like we're not qualified for it the call-ins that we have I don't know I just generalize that but from people I've talked to I feel like we all feel that you know um and I really like the story of Moses because one I think he's really rough around the edges like it's not a very fluffy story and I think also just um I think our culture we have a lot of like fluffy expectations of how our life is gonna go but then like Moses lived this like life of like it was really rough around the edges and then he couldn't even like go to the promised land and we all feel like we're gonna be given this promise of like a promised land but like sometimes we're not even given that you know and so I really like just how his story I mean that is really sad and I hate that for him (laughs) and I like I mean that's not encouraging sounding probably but I really like that it's just really real um I don't know so well, no, I had, I, while you were talking, I was like, oh gosh, like how, think about how Moses's life was rerouted. True. Like, sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> you really did. But like, actually that's kind of amazing. Cause you're, you're right. Like yeah, we, most of us have, like, I know I do have like a, maybe like a high expectation of like where I want my life to go and things I want to accomplish and do. Um, but also <laughs> like it's kind of rare for that for things to play out the exact exactly how you expect them to yeah 
like a lot of times things don't happen the way you expect them to yeah um and i think that's that's been a big theme obviously right for us yeah and then obviously for the podcast but um like i don't know so if you don't know moses's story it's probably helpful to like give a little bit of background to it but um a very like rough kind of overview um and it's all from exodus um in the bible but uh basically like so he was when he was born it was right when the israelites were all in slavery in egypt under pharaoh and um, pharaoh commanded that all of the um, children be killed yeah um because he didn't want any more I guess because he didn't want any more yeah, children being born. Like, yeah. they were already, like, in slavery. He didn't want any more. Yeah. But anyway, um, and so they're going around, like, the Israel or the Egypt, Egyptians, excuse mm-hmm. me, are going around, like, literally murdering these babies and, like, yeah. you know, getting rid of them. And then um, Moses' mom, in order to save him, puts him in a basket that she makes and sets it in the river and, like, hides it among, like, some reeds in the river yeah. to try to save him. But it ends up, like you know um getting caught up and later is later found by one of i guess pharaoh's yeah daughter or like wife or something yeah one of those (laughs) something you know minor details um (laughs) that's right this is a paraphrase but not (laughs) well the important thing is that it's it's um someone who is in yet an egyptian in egyptian royalty yes um and rescues moses not knowing well, I think she knows she knows that's a Hebrew baby because she knows what's going yeah. on um, and rescues him and then um, ends up ha- needing someone to take care of him, uh, to help her take care of him and calls Moses's mother. So Moses's mother actually gets yeah. called into like royalty to take care of Moses. Yeah. Under, but like in the protection of the, the royal family there in Egypt. Which is kind of amazing, too. Um, and so then Moses grows up in Egyptian royalty there in Egypt, like, while all the Israelites are still in slavery, and he's spared through this whole amazing process. Um, and he grows up in, you know, he's doing his part. He's a part of um, Pharaoh's family. And then he, at one point, as he's grown up, he sees one of the slaves, Israelite slaves, being beaten by an Egyptian. And gets angered and runs and kills the Egyptian man to save the Israelite man. And because of that gets kicked out of Egypt. And, um, then he goes off to Midian, which is out in like the country. Um, and he meets this guy named Jethro and then gets married to one of Jethro, Jethro's daughters. And so then he becomes basically a farmer out in the, the countryside and, um, is just working out there and doing his thing. And then he comes across, one day, you know, out being a shepherd, he comes across this bush that's burning, but it's not actually, it's on fire, but it's not being burnt up, you know, it's yeah. like the leaves are still intact and everything, yeah. um, and it's not being destroyed, and he's like, what is going on? How is this possible? Yeah, and that's then, crazy. Yeah, right? <laughs> I just tried to picture that, and I was I like, know. what? <laughs> um, and he approaches the bush, and then God starts talking to him, and he's like, Moses, and Moses is like, hello he's like what here i am um and god calls him over and he says you know he's like take off your sandals you're on holy ground and then he starts talking to moses and he's like i'm going to send you back into to egypt and you're going to free the israelites um on my behalf and moses and that's when moses is like what are you talking about he's like i can't do that yeah i can't even speak he says something something uh, in the vein of like 
I have a hard time talking or I'm slow of speech or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, Anyway, um, God, you know, is like, no, it's okay. I'm going to go with you. You're going to be fine. He's like, tell the, tell them I am that I am has sent, sent you. And, um, and then Moses gets this guy named Aaron to go with him and they're able to confront Pharaoh and, um, and then through God's miracles and sending, um, he sends these 10 plagues on Egypt. They finally free the Israelites and they get out like narrowly escaping the, uh, the Egyptians after they're chasing them down. And God even like splits the waters so that the Israelites can walk across um, the river on dry ground, yeah. which is amazing. And, um, that is really cool. And they get out and then they're, they're able to, to leave Egypt and to go on for their journey. And then Moses leads them through the wilderness um, of like, like outside of Egypt as they're headed to the promised land, which um, is what, how the Bible refers to it. Yeah. And he's just faithful to God and doing what God asks him to do. And um, every step of the way, like, I mean, he has a couple of slip ups, but like in leading the Israelites, he's faithful and, um, you know, receiving the Ten Commandments and um, showing the people how to live and how to trust God and all of those things. And um, they're all a big part of it, too, is that like you were saying before, that he's leading them towards what God has promised to them. They just refer to it as the promised land. Yeah. But then, actually, at the end of his life, doesn't even get to go into the promised land because of some things that happen. Um, and so he has this whole long journey and doesn't get into the promised land, but um, is still used greatly by God and um, still a really strong believer. Anyway, so that's a very, very, very rough... But that was very good. You had a lot of details in there, honestly. <laughs> I Probably too many. I was trying to... That was good. But anyway, it's like very rough here for that. overview. Thank you. Now you know. Of, uh, of Moses and like his journey um but like i'm just thinking there's so many things in his story that stick out to me um about the way that he you know he doubted himself but he had this he had like a very rough beginning yeah um just right off the bat like you know trying having to be saved from murder as a child like he's helpless yeah but you know other people had to save him um and then being Egyptian royalty, but being Israel an Israelite was very strange. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then living out in the country, getting kicked out of Egypt, living out in the country, all this stuff. And just like a lot of different things. And then still being, being, um, insecure and like doubting himself and what God has called him to do and very blatantly told him to do, but doing it anyway and trusting God and going forward and doing that. And, um, and having other people's help as well. And then even in the wilderness, like still following God, even though I'm sure, you know, he had no idea what was going on. He was just doing everything God told him to do. Yeah. Um, Which is something we can all relate to. Yeah. You know, because we've all been, I mean, not everybody, but in a sense, we've all been in like wilderness type of seasons or like we've just been in moments where we've just been following God and we had no idea what we were doing next you know which is like a big part of what we've talked about on this podcast and I think it's just a huge part of your 20s because you're just trying to figure it out because I mean like there's so many options and there's so many voices on Instagram or anywhere you're on social media or just like in person that are telling you to go certain places or to do certain things but then it's like listen to the voice of God and even if he is like put us in a wilderness season like not to give up on that you know like to keep trusting him I don't know if that made sense what I was just saying but 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think the, the wilderness one is the biggest. Yeah. Biggest part of that is like. I don't know. I mean, I always I've been trying to like put myself in Moses's shoes. Yeah. You know, like what were the things that he would have been thinking and feeling as he's going through all this situation? Because that's that's one thing. Whenever I'm reading a story about somebody like him, I I th- always catch myself and I'm like, man, this is like such a big overview of everything. But what about the like the nitty gritty? You know, because he still he did all these things and they're great and he served God really well. But there's the the details. He still had to live day to day, just like we do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's not really explicitly said um, in the Bible necessarily. Right. But like. It's, it's expressed like when he says to God like I can't rescue the Israelites like there's like you know tens of thousands of them right there's like it's like 50,000 people or something crazy like you know it's like I'm just I'm just like one man and I have a trouble trouble speaking how am I going to confront Pharaoh yeah. who's literally the highest person over all of Egypt um and then my guess is that he didn't know <laughs> going into the wilderness like they were just trying to get out of Egypt. Like, I don't think he knew all of the stuff they were going to have to go through and experience in the wilderness to, in order to get to the promised land. But like, he just did it anyway. And I feel like the faith to have that level of faith and trust is amazing. And like, I don't want to understate like how hard that must've been. Um, and, and you know, some like, and even like you've said before that you felt like God told you when you were going to be in a time of yeah. wilderness. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember specifically from the story, but I don't yeah. think that God told Moses they were going to be in the wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so either. Um, but I know that like a big thing that stood out to me too about that story is just how like they stayed in the wilderness because of how much they were complaining mm-hmm. and um, like how like so many times we can be stuck in a wilderness and sometimes we think it's God that's keeping us there but we're the ones keeping ourselves there because we won't stop like complaining or we won't stop looking at everything that's going wrong in our lives um versus like looking at what is going right and what God is doing and like praising him through that um yeah yeah because I I don't know like I think the part of all of Moses's story that has stood out to me a lot is just like um how like I know for me like I was in a wilderness season but then like just this year like I mean I've been out of this wilderness season for a while but God showed me how like I kept myself in it and he didn't ever intend for it to be that long um and I kept myself in that type of season because I just wasn't praising the Lord through it I wasn't really living in this like state of like um Mm. like praise like I was just complaining 24 7 so I think that's like kind of crazy how like I don't know like sometimes God just like allows us to stay in a place yeah. until we're like ready to like actually turn to him you know what I mean yeah I it's know. interesting well it's interesting I mean I, I do think you're right though I think I, I can think of like examples in my own life but where I, I don't know it's easy to like wait to be like okay God fix this yeah and wait for God to do it yeah. you know but then not do anything and be lazy yeah. on our half on right. our behalf and like it does like our really like our relationships with god take work from both sides like god does his part always because god is always faithful yeah 
but we also have to do some work in a sense like we have to be faithful and we have to show up yeah and if we're not we can't just like be like god okay god can you fix this now can you like do a miracle and make this happen yeah but then not do anything either you know like not also be faithful and obedient to him yeah you know it's not like it's not not to say that we have to do works for god to to bless us but like yeah we have to be involved in a relation it's a relationship it's a two-way street exactly um yeah that's really interesting especially when it comes to the the idea of the wilderness yeah um and like yeah so like i was saying there's there's so many things about his story that are incredible and could be really you can really examine yeah um i think the one that stood out to me the most which i kind of said this before is how much i relate to his experience like at the burning bush and yeah feeling not not feeling qualified for his this this thing that god was asking him to do um and i've just been feeling like that a lot lately in my life and um having new responsibilities and being looked at as a leader and i'm catching myself a lot of times thinking what am i doing like i don't know i don't know how to lead people yeah like i mean i know in theory how to lead people but like actually doing it is is hard and um i just don't feel qualified you know yeah and um to to see someone like moses who god used so greatly to that he also felt that way yeah like it not only does it remind us that like that he was as human as we are um but like it kind of gives me a little bit of comfort to be like okay i mean maybe i don't have to have it figured out right maybe i can just trust god and do it anyway you know and 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 ask god to like guide and direct me but like also kind of figure it out as i go yeah but like i don't know i don't know if you felt like that too but no i definitely have like just trying to figure it out i feel like too we just get really caught up with like trying to figure out the big picture of what god is doing yeah and then like he's called us to like be faithful in every day yeah um because like when you were telling me about that that's what i really related to because i can definitely understand how you feel in that sense um but i think also it's cool which i was just telling you about that how like um the israelites like the whole manna thing like how god would send them manna during the wilderness but they would like try to collect it and like they would try to collect so much and like god would tell them to only collect enough for that day and if they collected more than that like the other parts of it would just like sour and i think so many times like for me i feel like i have like tried to just like figure out the whole picture like god's maybe told me something that's gonna happen and then like i try to make it work on my own strength and then like it just sours you know what i mean Mm. or like god has shown me like i'm calling you to do this and then i try to do it on my own strength and i try to gather it more than he's asked me to do Mm -hmm. um and then it just doesn't work out yeah you know what i mean yeah and so i don't know that's just really relatable because i feel like for me i'm not necessarily someone that has to have it all planned out i'm pretty spontaneous but i also really which this is everybody like i want to know what's going on like i want to have control like that's just how we are as humans um and so like i just kind of get in that same kind of mindset i don't know so just like trying to I don't know the wilderness season like that's just so crazy because like even though they were in a wilderness god still provided for them yeah and i think a lot of times when we're in hard circumstances it's very 
easy for us to feel like God isn't providing for us, mm-hmm. but like that's when we have to put our faith into action and know that like our feelings don't dictate who God is. Right. And like even though we feel like He's not providing, like He is actually providing. Mm-hmm. It's just not in the way we expect it, and it's yeah. not for longer than a day. Yeah. You know, because like yeah. we're only promised today, and like so many times. I feel like I've just, like, had to pray for, like, God to just, like, take over my day. Like, I try to make that my prayer every day, which sometimes I just don't. And then I feel myself, like, spinning out of control, it feels like, even though I'm really not. Um, Because, like, I haven't even asked God to take control of my day. And he's, like, the one who gave me my day. So why am I trying to do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure I do. Um, That's, I think you're exactly right. I mean, it's, it's a lot easier to do something when you have like a bigger picture like a frame of reference like and especially hard things are easier to do if you know like if if you know when something's going to end it's easier to work towards that yeah you know if you feel like you're working in something that's really hard and you don't see the end goal and you don't see you don't see where it's ending and you think it's just going to be forever then it's like very discouraging yeah you know and that's how i've felt about work a lot of times is like if i if i feel like i'm going to be stuck in the same job for the rest of my life then i get really discouraged and i'm like i don't but i don't want to do this for the rest of my life like yeah. I don't that's not cool I don't, that's not fun. yeah but like but isn't it amazing that you know Moses I mean I'm I, and I I think there were I'm sure there were moments where Moses was like okay God what are you doing like yeah. what's going on here yeah but for the most part as if you read um you know it's like Exodus like 14 15 16 somewhere in there yeah. where they when they leave Egypt and go into the wilderness there isn't really the Israelites for sure complain yeah. about being in the wilderness. They definitely do a lot. Um, but you don't really see Moses necessarily complaining. You see yeah. him like he's not really asking God for the bigger picture. He's just he literally is just doing what God tells him to do. God's like, okay, tell the Israelites I'm gonna be with them in a cloud of smoke. And like yeah. tell them not to come near the mountain yeah. and all this stuff. And he just does it. And um and also what you're saying about the manna, like, so God literally, they're in this desert wilderness and God literally tells Moses, I'm going to provide them manna by the, in the morning and then quail in the evening so they can have yeah. the meat, you know, that they need and the sustenance they need. And, um, the manna appears like dew on the ground. Like it's just like yeah. covering the ground, which is kind of insane. I um, mean, they're able to collect it and it's kind of like, like, it's kind of like, um, what I would imagine crackers or something of that nature, you know, like very thin sort of like bread or something. Um, but not to collect more than what they need for the day. Yeah. Cause then it literally like soured, like you were saying, or like it would got, get worms in it or something. Yeah. Some, some nasty, some nasty, some of that. We don't uh, want that. (laughs) But the, the trust that it takes to only collect for that day and to trust God that the next day he's going to provide just as much as he did before. Yeah. Um, is, is pretty, yeah, it's it's definitely it's hard to put that into practice. It's hard to yeah. to to trust sure. that God's doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I also think it's that applies to this like even more so to this topic of like not feeling qualified. Like if but if you know that God has called you to something or if you know that you're you're in a place that you're supposed to be in. Yeah. Like you can have the confidence to trust that God's providing and he's gonna provide yeah you can I mean it's really hard too because like I don't know for myself like it's my instinct to just operate out of my own 
like strength or like anything like that but like knowing that god is our strength and he's going to get us through whatever he's called us to do um like he's going to be able to do it way better than we could through us you know but yeah even just taking that like day by day yeah too instead of getting overwhelmed thinking about like how big of a thing it is yeah and i think if if i had any sort of like advice or something which i guess is i'm kind of giving this advice to myself too same um you know like i said like trusting god every day is i think is the key to getting to getting through like situations where you don't feel qualified or like you don't know what god's doing like i don't know it's a it's an interesting place to be but like if you know i don't know if you know that god has you somewhere or you can be praying that like he'll show you you know yeah. if maybe 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 it's only for a short time or like if yeah. you if god wants you somewhere else like i don't know i try to i try to pray and be like okay god like if you if this is where you want me then help me to um you know embrace it and be faithful to you yeah but if you want me to move somewhere else just just guide me and like push me in that direction yeah um i don't know i'm just very encouraged by the story of moses and like same it's kind of i feel like the 20s my 20s so far have been a lot of learning and yeah new things you know yeah new experiences new responsibilities becoming an adult is a lot about like dealing with new responsibilities love that for us yeah yes (laughs) yeah no i agree i think it's encouraging too because i mean reading the bible a lot of times i try to like skip over the old testament like like the genesis exodus stuff but like we tend to forget that like we can relate like those stories are in the bible for a reason you know yeah and like it's crazy that it is still relatable because like literally it was written so long ago but like we all can still relate so that's well i think it's relatable because it's it's people yeah it's you know they're just people like us that you know they had they didn't have as much technology as we do. <laughs> nope. But, like, they're still people. They still have human hearts and yeah. human emotions and things like that. And for them to... We share the same things, which is, like... I'm, I'm with you on that, though. Like, yeah. I tend to skip over the Old Testament. Yeah. Like, there are certain parts of it that I, I like a lot, but... Um, I, ever since... There's... Whenever I, this kind of first came up, I was like, it's the first time I've really had a fresh perspective on Moses. Yeah. You know, and I like, I think Abraham gets a lot of attention because yeah. he's, you know, he's Father Abraham. Yeah. You know, and God really does a lot through Abraham, but God does a lot through a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and Moses in particular as well. And, um, yeah, I don't know, to have a fresh perspective on Moses. And now I've been like reading and rereading Exodus. Yeah. Um, and to, and to also see like how the story continues through um 
you know, as the Israelites are in the wilderness yeah. and like, and then there's so many other things that apply from that too, of like being in a, like we were talking about being in a wilderness and like yeah. having to wait on the Lord and, um, trusting his plan and, um, you know, or maybe it's like anything to do with having, having a past that you feel like is, is broken and like messed up, but, and feeling like God can't use you because of that. Yeah. I mean, look at Moses, yeah. like he could have been murdered as a kid like he had to be yeah. he literally had to be put in a boat in a little basket in the river <laughs> to be saved from being murdered yeah and then he grows up and ends up murdering someone else yeah and then god still uses him yeah i mean come on that's crazy yeah i don't know i love that because i feel like we tend to think like murder is such a bigger sin but like all sins are the same in God's eyes, you know? And, like, God uses all of us. Yeah. No matter what. So I feel yeah. that. Um, yeah, for sure. That's a that's a really important point, too. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I, I hope that's encouraging. I mean, I think, like... I think it's encouraging. If you don't feel qualified, then join the club. <laughs> <laughs> Be in it. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's kind of the main thing I wanted to, like... Yeah. Share. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Reasons why you relate to Moses? I don't know. You know, speaking of Thanksgiving and and all this stuff, and, like, the Israelites were not very grateful for God rescuing them from Egypt. Yeah. And I've been feeling like I haven't been very grateful lately. Um... And I've heard that Enneagram 4s are supposed to keep grate- gratefulness journal or like thank gratitude journals. Yeah. I couldn't Ooh. think of the word. Because. <laughs> Whatever it is. Because one of the like, well, everybody does, but supposedly 4s also like deal with envy a lot. Yeah. And so being grateful for what you have helps to fight yeah. en- envy and jealousy um, in comparison. But I think that's probably a good idea for anybody. Yeah. I think so too. I know for me, whenever I get um, in a really bad mood, I just try to write down things I'm grateful for. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. I did it for like... But I try to. I did it for like five days. I, oh, I would amazing. Write, I would write down like three things every day for five days. And it was supposed to last a lot longer than that. <laughs> but, All right, I'm done. Five oops, days. Oops. Right. Coffee. Chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> so far, so good. Okay. This shouldn't be... My bed. Yes. Wow, that was so good. I'm also thankful for my bed, also. Wow. Um, there you go. Learn, Learning to be grateful. Amazing. With the little things. Love it. That's it. Cool. That's the tea. Hey, um... What's your song of the week? <laughs> It's Haley's favorite time. Oh, God. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. I'm going to make a jingle. Trey told me to make a jingle and I forgot. Shout out to Trey. Sorry, Sorry, Trey. I just never... This is the thing. I want to make this statement. I never know what mood of song I want to pick. I listen to many songs. I just don't really talk about the type of music I listen to because I don't want people to listen to the same music I do. Well, I mean, I do, but, like, I try to be secretive about it. So then I get all stressed out, but then I do want to relate. Do you know what I mean? That was really complicated. No, I get (laughs) it. This was a lot that people didn't ask for on this podcast episode. You're welcome. (laughs) 
Um, I actually I do get that. I do get that. Um, I don't. There's no pressure. So I mean, it's just like my rule of thumb is like, I what's a song you've been re- listening to recently? That I you, got it. That you would not be embarrassed <laughs> if your parents listened to also. <laughs> oh my word. Um. Okay. That's my rule of thumb. I've been listening to Young the Giant. Oh okay. Yeah, which is very random. Um, but I've been listening to Cough Syrup a lot. I don't That's know. the song? Yeah. Right, cool. I don't, I don't listen Young. to The Young and the Giant, so I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, go check it out. I didn't listen to our songs from last week yet. Oops, I forgot. Oh, what did we do? Oh, the Kanye Oh, song. yeah. We got to get that. Kanye, guy. our boy. What a guy. What a guy. I just think of Chick-fil-A now and I think of Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. <laughs> okay, so Young the Giant yes. called Cough Syrup. Yep, what's yours? Mine is actually related to our topic today. Oh, okay. I'm, che- I'm cheating a little bit because I sent you this song the other day. Um, in, in preparation for yep. this. Um, it's, uh, it's called Promised Land because it's, it's loosely based around Moses and his yes. story. Uh, but it's by a guy named Stephen Day. And Stephen I just, Day. can I just brag up on Stephen Day a yeah, little bit? Yeah, you can do that. Stephen Day is a genius. Like, if you if you love music as much as I do... Um, which I think most people do. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Day is like a musical genius, and he yes. writes really, really good, catchy music. And I like he that has song. this song, "Promised Land," is like a, a little bit slower song mm-hmm. on his one of his older EPs. But his newer album, I've been listening to like on repeat the last three days. Yeah, and it's so good. And so anyway, I'll go listen. To the it. song is "Promised Land," but if I you listen, like that song. if you listen to any other Stephen Day, you will not be disappointed. There you go. Quote from Christian himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. So. There you have it. There you have it. There's the T, sis. <laughs> that is it. It is piping. <laughs> piping. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, cool. Yeah. Well, that's I all like, I have, so. Yeah, I feel like that was encouraging. I hope you all feel encouraged. Positive encouraging hits. Yes. Oh my goodness. I cannot. <laughs> Moving on from that. Oh. Loved that. Cool. Um, well, hey, um, we probably won't hear, or you probably won't hear from us until after Thanksgiving. So yeah. happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. And happy Chrysler. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. Happy Christmas. Happy Cyber Monday. Right. I don't know. I'm just go. coming out with random things. Black buy, Friday. I'm going to go buy myself a, an Xbox or something. Uh, okay. Something. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Do that. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. All right. Well, that was random. I'm going to go buy myself a pair of shoes. Okay. Yeah. That was All right. right. Happy Thanksgiving. Be Bye. blessed. Be thankful. Be blessed. <laughs> Thank you.